don't want a good girl till you need one. And you don't want a bad girl till you see one. Looking at the stars like I'm gonna be one. If you know who I am, it's already begun. Now I'm looking at this girl like we should be one. Maybe add one more and have a threesome. She be looking at the stars like she could be but one. And if you move into it, then it's already begun. Discipline stoners. What's your discipline? You a stoner? That's cool. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. I'm high a lot. This plant has helped me chill out. Found focus. Found confidence. All of a sudden I was productive. Less protective. More progressive. Yeah, we talk about stuff like I'm a next sommelier. But this is about a medicine, baby. We wish everyone a mindful life. It's been a helpful tool for us. Whatever the route to peace, it's each individual's journey. And the more we communicate, maybe we can all help each other out. Love and light. Welcome to Discipline Stoners Podcast. With your host, Eleven. And my name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. Welcome, Welcome back, back to another episode of Discipline Stoners. Stoners. I'm your host, Eleven. My name is Winnie, and, and we, we are, are the Gateway, Gateway Drug to Mindfulness. And today, oh my god, we've collected two of the dopest Pokemon in the game. <laughs> you know, Do you have an intro, or do you want me to run? You run. Okay, listen, you've seen their place, you've seen them on our story and our media. Uh, two of the, I'm gonna say, I just said they're like the, the in high school, they're the cool house to have the party at. They've also started their own cannabis endeavor. Uh, me and one of them go way back, uh, and another Which one of them <laughs> is just like a tremendous killer party. We had a huge 420 moment together. We did. <laughs> Please put your hands together for OPP, Other People's Pot, Amy! Yeah. And Allison! Yeah. I wanted to give you a piece of the intro. He was going to say Stephanie, don't No, ask. I wasn't. Oh my God. Yeah, it's I okay. She's actually the queen of that, so yeah, of, it's okay. Of the wrong name. name mistaken. Yeah. wrong name. I had no clue I was doing that intro until right now. I, well, it was a great intro, and th- here's my intro to you guys. Thank you so much for having us. We love what you're doing. We watch what you're doing. It's so awesome to have the conversations. You know, people can feel like, oh, it's industry. It's all the same speaking to yourselves, but it's like, how do you want us to learn like nobody else is bothering so thank you for what you're doing my pleasure thank you so much for being here i love it i love it i love it this is such an important episode i'm so glad that it's happening and the fact that we get both of you on at once come on that's right blessings well we are always together yeah and we have lots to celebrate right now yeah Yeah. we really do so i mean should we blast off the top and just start smoking we gotta start smoking weed yeah just like let's get high I love let's the way just, you open these. Why don't we quickly, if we're going to smoke it, we might as well talk about it. Talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about it. We all have one, which is cool. So these are the OPP Bud Tender Choice so uh, 0.5 Sativas. Miami Spice. Miami Spice is the cultivar, Ooh. which is a cross between... Super Lemon Haze and Sour Diesel. Two oh, of your okay. very faves. Very Delicious. Pharnesine, lemonine, um, lots of... Caryophylline. What are the qualities of farnesine? Because I feel like I really enjoy that terpene, but I don't so know much about it. People describe it like uh, the green apple peel. 
which I understand if you take away any sweetness at all. So it's kind of like a different earthiness. I find with these joints, you almost taste it. You'll taste it a lot when you light it, but even more towards the end. So that taste that gets stronger, that's what it is. Mm, okay. And I, I, people say green apple. Um, yeah, that, I, I, I understand that actually. Right? Yeah. I totally taste that right now. Oh my God. And then when you um, fucking smell it, there's green apple in there for sure. Yeah. So we've kind of like, we've taken the high THC, low price approach with this joint because we've been in the market for a long time and we know kind of what sells and we wanted to create something that was, you know, easy for our bud tenders to talk about, for our retailers to stock. Yeah, you have a little bit of data. We got some data. <laughs> we've been working with data. But we also did not want to shy away joint from down, joint terps. down. Yeah, joint down. We love terps, so... Don't be, you know, mistaken by our high THC, low price. These are some terpy little bad boys. And On that green apple, that is exactly getting me. Did you come up with Pocket Rocket together? So oh, my God. <laughs> that, the fact that That's that your first even, question is hilarious. That, that has made its way into the... I manifested it. Discussion. <laughs> is, is that we... That was originally what we wanted to call it, and... Oh, just to be clear, I was like, I lo like we love Pocket Rocket. We love the name Bud Tender's Choice, which is what it's called. So I wanted to call it like Bud Tender's Choice, Indica, like or Sativa, Miami Spice, Pocket Rocket. And everyone was like, Allison, you can't name it all these things. Somehow, we don't know how, it got taken off of everything that we sent to the OCS. Oh, my God. As far as we know, it's showing up in half the places as Pocket Rocket, Bud Tender's Choice. On high buddy, oh, it's available shit. that way. I love so that. somehow I the universe that. like picked it up and said, "These girls are gonna own it." We really, well, because we come love on, it. we We've love a pocket rocket. What woman doesn't love a pocket rocket? And it's just like a how point could that have joint. happened? So, oh, because maybe it made its way onto one present. I don't know. It probably found its way. Maybe into in a, a pre-call. Uh, that sounds kind of magical. It's an OCS. Yeah. Uh, it's a happy mistake. With the OCS, that, like, but truly, they're listed as Bud Tender's Choice, and I'm sure we're going to have to fix this mistake. So no, that's a just smart know name. we did Pocket Rocket first, and that's where we're going, Pocket Rockets. Mm, this <laughs> Power good. of the women in the Pocket Rockets. That's right. The empowerment. Do it yourself. So, yo, you got, and I love, and we'll keep talking about this. Yeah, we don't, it's, I mean, It's burning yes. beautiful white Thank ash. You. That I it's, can't believe the price point. Okay, well, that's what like, I was going to say. That's insane. Yeah. Like, it's so, it's delicious, and it burns well, and it's. I like just, this, what, like, what does it usually retail at? It should be, we would love people to be out the door taxing for like $5, but I Come think on. because it's really great uh, quality. See, the whole thing, might bump it up let me bit. backtrack and say, some people who know Amy and I might find it, you know, strange that we're playing in more of a value category because yeah. we've been, you You're know. You're immersed in some of the greatest players We've been in, the in game. all this for a long time and, and we love really amazing craft weed and legacy and all mm. of it. So... But we're 10 years into the legal market, like, as our careers. And at this point, it's kind of like, what do people want and what yeah. do people need? You can't and, neglect that data, right? that retail out and, the door. Yeah, and we people don't should wanna, be able to get high for less than 10 bucks. Exactly. And it's also time to, like, for us to listen to the market and, <laughs> you know, do something that we know is going to work because... You know, we've taken a lot of risks and... You ride the edge wave. Yeah. And I wanted to get into that. <laughs> I want to know how you guys met, how this synergy happened. Right. And you guys both hold this beautiful, very strong, yet very divine feminine energy. And I love the energy that you have in your space and you're holding your Thank space you. and the way that, that it goes down. And 
and no matter how vast the guest list is, everyone seems to come together on your vibe and get that intention. Um, but y'all are some ass kickers. And, you know, we can get into how I met. I used to buy weed from Amy's store in Legacy's <laughs> days. Like, Amy opened one of the first stores in Legacy in Toronto. Matt Myrna brought me there. Like, so it's just a realist of the realist, you know? So please tell me, uh, you guys, your yeah. time and how you met, how that came together. Well, we met kind of, it was actually those days um, that I first heard about Allison through the store. Somebody gave me a flyer for an event uh, through Rethink Breast Cancer with Bubble Man and some This is awesome 2014, we're and, talking. I, you know, some awesome women and some patients were there as well. And I kind of, you know, really wanted to see what she was doing. But it wasn't for like a couple of years that I really got a hold of her and managed to joined the team at 48 North. I had been, yeah, in the legacy side. We became friends. I, you know, I was selling the Bull Rider and some other really amazing high-end weed. Oh, and the Bull Rider, yeah. That was a lot of fun. I saw firsthand what patients, you know, were getting out of this plant, and it was amazing. But, you know, joining an LP, there, there were steps in between all of that, but joining the LP was really when I got to, yeah, just dig in and understand, like, the process of getting something to market and how you can really create brands and marketing like Which in the store LP? you saw we had like so everything that was, was a 48 north right okay. so yeah. what amy's saying like our journeys that led us together were as amy said like you know she was in legacy doing a lot of the hard work that helped get us to where we got to and representing and representing showing that it was possible i was one of the founding team of weed md we're talking oh, 2014, and then we went when there were the delays with the government after the injunction was filed by the ACMPR, MMAR growers, I can't even remember anymore, and they were like, and WeedMD had yet to be licensed. We were like, we better go like raise some money and get assets in the U.S. if investors are ever going to make back their money. So we purchased a store in Los Angeles that became, we sold to MedMen. That was their first store. So it was very early times, what? right? MedMen, the apple of weed. That's the right. The apple store that's experience right. of weed That's right. Uh, yeah, what like, on Santa Monica? Yeah, on Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood. I've been to that one. Yeah, across from the woods, plug for my friend Thomas's store. Shout the out woods. the woods. Fuck on yeah. On Santa Monica Boulevard. Let's so. go. Okay, yeah. I got a $25 pre-roll. There was the most I spent on a single unit. Oh, my God. Ever. It's crazy. It I mean, it's crazy. Well, yeah, I know. So that let, leads me to ultimately starting, taking over a company that had a facility, no license, and was going bankrupt called Delshen. I wound up taking over this company, rebranding at 48 North. And Amy said a few years, but time is so warped in our industry that it was probably like within three to six months <laughs> from you <laughs> seeing the panel. I was at a movie that a friend's daughter had made and this adorable bundle of energy came running up and she's like, I'm going to work for you. And I was like, cool, because like, ooh, let's do this. Uh, cool. And so she came and we interviewed her. We were like, yes, you're going to work for us. And she was like, I'll be back from Thailand in three weeks. I was like, oh, okay, this is my soul sister. This is my soul sister. So we, Amy was one of the first six people hired that I hired to ultimately be 48 North and together you know, we took the company public. We raised seventy million for the company. We did a lot of things. We but won brand Amy, of the year with brand no of the year with no product in market, <laughs> other than wholesale. Yeah. yeah, it was different times. Different times. But Amy, through those years, I saw like she was always super smart, a hustler. But like, here's someone who knows good weed. I could be out. Like, I had to travel 
a million miles a year. You're running a public company. And Amy was always like, it was like, if Amy's there, weed is not getting out the door that her and I wouldn't approve. And like not just that, but like we were in the top Even five SKUs in every market we were in, every province. And we were like up against the big times of Canopy and everybody. And we were not that. So it wow. was like, Amy, you've got a special magic. Let's, let's start other people's pod. Yeah, the pulse of the culture. And relationships, just, you know, getting out there and wanting to move great weed and getting in people's hands, which is like what I've been doing since I joined the industry in 2014, I guess. So, yes. Okay. Yeah. So and you want to work and then you guys partnered up. How, how long was that between you running up to her? Sorry to cut you off. I want you to say that. But you, when you ran up to her, I'm going to work for you to the point where you guys became partners in OPP. How long was that? A long time. Like I was at 48 North for over three years and you were running it for quite a while and I joined you a few months later. So yeah, yeah it was three, four years that we got I, I to mean, like, work I'm, together. I'm not be together. patient, folks. Yeah. Be patient. It's true. Stay adamant. Keep the vision. Be patient. You never know. Sometimes like, also act fast if it's not right. Right? Yes. No talk like, on that. Yeah. Trust your instinct. If you're Sometimes instinct, you got to dip. Sometimes you got to dip. But in terms of like success... 100% you have to be patient like mm -hmm. there you know like with the podcast like every week it's, you knew it was right people. yeah exactly <laughs> but she knew it was right because it was you so you followed yeah. people it's all like That's with right. weed like why are you going to be in this industry if not to just be with great people and do it with yeah. people you like at this point yeah. at this point well the, ever like yeah. that's why i came here that's why i wanted to be part of this industry is like let's find a way that i could definitely be pretty much on the same level or mind frame as the people i'm working with and i quickly found out that was not necessarily the case but you know i knew my people were definitely in this industry and so when i saw allison i had to had to jump on the opportunity and we had a really fun time and a really great team at 48 north and we had a really authentic culture and that's what, you know, we were able to build amazing brands, products like Latitude was something that we built before we had products for two years and that allowed us to launch. And Winnie, why don't you talk about that? Yeah, one? that's the uh, intimacy oil. Yeah. And I was at 1922, the retail store, when it first came out. And right. I was like, I was doing the buying for them. And so when I first saw it on the OCS, I was like, I know that this is like, it, it's, it was, a, you did six in a case. So it wasn't like a right. crazy investment. But for a indie store um, who's new, it was a little bit, there, there was hesitancy there. And I was like, I don't know, like this fucking... Well, that Oil, launched like, after my time, I have to and say. My, it was my after mine, too. But I think the thing I'm most proud about that is that we created Latitude yes. as a magazine, a platform. We had women from, like, doctors, lawyers, producers, not cannabis women, come and, you know, speak their truth in this magazine form. It was something you yes. could give to your grandmother. It was something you could give. You know, it was very yeah. beautiful. And then that became this product line. So it was really great to see something evolve and it's kind of similar with other people's pot where we were out there repping all these other great brands and now we're doing our own thing you know? yeah, but, and I think are. that was really the point to say that this isn't our first time launching a product so when we launched our very first product as 48 North which was the granddaddy purple we were the first actually to do the 0.35s and the thing about that that's so funny is Wait, like what what yeah 48 we were the first to launch yeah, the yeah. 0.35s everybody was either doing grams or half grams but i am been known as the queen of the roach because even though i've been daily smoking for the too many years like since early high school yeah. so let's not talk dates 
Um, <laughs> I, I just, I'm not saying I came up with it when it was pitched to me. I can't even remember. I think Mike Langbert was the one who was like, do a 0.35. And I was like, Rich yes, because all I do, or Rich Meloff, and they brought it back. And I was like, yes, so you don't have to have a roach. Yeah. And that, and you know, so, but And they now, were also, they weren't, they, like, I don't know if it was the first, but they were long and skinny and they looked nice. That was yeah. another piece that like, it made And them, we used the recycled cardboard and yeah. we didn't put paints on it. It was just a craft thing, which no one had done. So that granddaddy know. purple did well at right? my store. Exactly. Uh, it was, yeah. That one. And when it, we couldn't get any more, there were regulars that were like, I can't get this shit That's anywhere. That's the worst part. It's about to happen, unfortunately to us because it's just. But not just, for a long period of time. No, it'll, you know, it's out of stock for. Harvest. A week and a half. It's harvest. Yeah, a week and a half. We're doing a plant. We're dealing with biological matter. Exactly. Shit fluctuates. But it's not like creating plastic cup holders. We're working hard to be this like very online. consistent. That's something that we feel is like number one. Of course, that's the and goal. So, you know. The goal. But the other piece is like with stuff that we've proposed for the future. So I guess there's no point in speaking because you got to get approved to have products in market. If anybody that's watching this is not in the industry, the government tells you whether, yes, like if you're like, hey, I want to launch like a glassware line and it would make sense to do like you know, one that's shaped like this and then another one shaped like that and then a mug version because that's how people buy or plates. Mm -hmm. But the, you put that all in as a portfolio and they're like, we'll give you this one and the plate. And you're like, okay, so but can funny. I at least get two glasses? And I do not blame them. You people, the like, love all of them. Amazing. They gotta be it's difficult to say. They, it, what's the option? Because they are a monopoly, not their fault again. But if you tell somebody no because you gave somebody else their whole beautiful plate portfolio, then somebody else is, will not have a business at all. So it takes time to build it up. Yeah. But in that time, what we're looking at is break a lot what we've been able to do with the bud tender's choice. Again, this isn't like a sales pitch. This is just me being real, which is, okay, how are we going to have good weed at the price we know it has to sell at? Well, you've got to have a rotating skew because... We can find odd lots. We know that between Amy, myself, our crew, like we can try the weed. That's what we have to do. I know that people are watching going like, oh, hard job. But trust me, when you have a million things on your list to like Karma get yourself cup, out. It was the, a lot. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah. So you're not trying that many, but we're picking it. And then it will rotate because the reason you're getting it at the price, we're getting it at the price that we can pass this, like it along is because it might be an odd lot or a small lot or whatever it is. So it's starting to understand the terpene profiles and being able to match with those so that you don't, you can buy it, get the good price, but know that you're going to have a similar feeling. So for us, that's, I don't know how you guys are feeling about terpenes. What are, what are your oh, thoughts? Oh, I'm a terp geek, thousand percent. Like I'm like, when I hear that people are, the majority of the flower market is THC shoppers. I, I'll be at other retail spots and I'll hear someone do it. And I'll be like, my guy, do you have a little quick minute for a conversation? <laughs> and then I'll just be like, so this is really cool. Like THC is definitely a component. Like, you know, you look at your pantry right. and you're like, it's the pasta. I always want pasta. Like, you know, I'm going to keep that as a staple. But, like, the tomato sauce you put on it or maybe the Alfredo. Like, I'm trying to make all these food analogies right now. But basically, I'm totally. always, like, what you're feeling from smoking has, like, you think it has, like, 90% to do with the THC? And what the fuck are percentages anyway? You think it has mostly to do with THC? It has, like, way less to do with THC and more the entourage effect of how your specific body is interpreting and manifesting well, the Well, this, this is a fact. This is a fact. I want to, like, Go describe ahead, it in a way that, like, was described to me well, way back in the day at 416 Medicinal where we met. Yeah, but Which is, like, let's say you have, you know, a car 
and you want to drive it down the road, you need a map, you need to know where to go. So the terpenes are the map. It tells that in your mm. car is the THC. The terpenes tell the THC where to go in your body. Mm. Something that goes to your head, it's going to open those receptors and then you're going to feel that in your head. When you smoke something with a lot of linalool, you're going to feel that in your body, just like when you smell something lavender. Mm. It makes a lot of sense. It works. And Creatively. it's crazy that it's not like... Well, front and it, center, but I, I, I hear you, and that was such a beautiful way of explaining it. It's like um, you, they. Sorry, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say that Sage made an entire business off of uh, utilizing terpenes for ailments. Like they, they have a, a pocket pharmacy, right? And yes. it's like there's one for upset stomach, right? And you know, this and shit works. You could take it a step further, and the reality is that is because you have endocannabinoids too in your body, yes. and you need to supplement your receptors. So if you're opening up certain receptors with a peppermint or a linalool, lemony, like whatever these different fragrances are, it's going to allow your endocannabinoids to work better within your body. So it actually is all about the yeah. like cannabinoid system. and But also the minor cannabinoids too, which is where I would never say two with the same terpene will be this exact same. And, you know, mm. everything is everything. But just to like put it out there to everybody, it's like if there's a strain, a cultivar that you love, that you always buy, let's say I love the Carmel Animal Face. I do. It's just not possible that every time it's grown, it's grown by multiple growers. Mm. It's going to be the exact same. And that's got to be okay to your original point about the yeah. plant. But... If you're going to base it off terpenes, but you're buying different stuff, the minor cannabinoid count might be different. Like, sure. But you're just trying. We're trying. Totally. Yeah. Well, I liked, uh, sorry, just before, I remember the thing. The way you put it with the roadmap and it tells it where to go, I can almost intuitively sense that from a creative perspective because this is a vibrational plant. Everything is vibration. And when I smell pinene and citronine, you know they're probably on the sativa side, the bright side, how they literally viscerally affect you. You know when you smell gassy and sweet and dense it's probably going to ground you it's all kind of synesthetically aligned and that's what I feel more of the like feminine perspective of it you can almost smell feel your way into it like food but like right now our little beautiful plant is expanding in its masculine consciousness yeah. being quantified by percentages right. Right. and totally. tubes and so like you know what I mean like it, it like and it has to be it has to it's be so right now interesting it's because it's actually phallic as women <laughs> like people want to talk about it yes it is. what sorry oh, well so people want to talk about cannabis as a female plant or being women in the cannabis space yes. but it's like I like to have that conversation because I want other women to feel comfortable and I want to pass that on. But at the same time, it's like, I just, there's so much inherently feminine anyways about what we're doing. I don't think it needs to be called out in such a mm. broad way. But I looking, like the way you're talking about it. I I'm, think that's the, from a perceptual a cool way, way to of, talk about of it. how we see it. But yeah, exactly. Like it, 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 it has to be balanced to, to reach a full expression of anything. It has to be balanced. So it's just doing a little more work in that like data reconfiguration of its perception right now. But I think once we're done doing that, or at least get a grasp on Terps and be able to explain it, quantify it. So your average physician, like when, if I go to see, the physician which is rare he asked me about weed effects and mushroom effects because i admittedly you know and so it's like it will quantify itself and it will get back to perceiving i believe in the feeling state we just have i want to i want to add one more thing about the terps because Please. it's interesting and like nobody's talking about this and we're moving now to these terpene percentages to now like describe how it's going to make you feel or mm. how strong it will taste but a point zero one of something and a point five of something else could you know or a point five of two 
you know, different terpenes could have a completely different expression. One could be a very strong smell. One could not. So mm. I think. But like the, and, have, and hold on, I have to interrupt right here to point yeah. out this is my pine sole or our pine sole or lemon whatever example Piney with Mister Clean, Mister Clean Lemon Cleaner. Like, just know those are botanical terpenes at a certain concentration. So. The fact, look, I don't know what to say. And when you see our product with a botanical terpene, you're more than welcome to be like, hey, but I overrided all this with saying we're giving the people what they want. Priority one. Priority Priority two is just to educate people so you can make the choices that you want. But I would say, yes, those are botanical terpenes at concentrations. No, nobody has tested at those levels what would happen if you smoked the Mr. Clean. Yeah, what but, do you think is the long-term effects of that? Because it feels pretty interesting on the throat. It doesn't matter where the terpenes come from. If there's too much of a specific one, exactly. it's still a chemical. Like right. too much limonene or pinene definitely feel concerning. But I we don't I don't know the science. I don't think you know the science. I don't know the science, but all I will say for the question that you are asking mm-hmm. is the answer is probably this. If you are smoking a joint or something that is like infused or somehow has a lot of botanical terpenes and it really you're like wow it actually tastes like that thing and and that thing's like it's strawberry or I have no idea then you can know that there's a high concentration of some botanical terpenes that's it yeah that's yeah I got I got all excited about um botanical terpenes when they first came out because I was getting a high that I hadn't experienced before and then after a little while I was like I haven't experienced this before, and I think it's for good reason. <laughs> like, right. It's also distillate. That's why, because all yeah. those are, are matched with distillate. So yeah. right. you're getting that, like, really kind of hard yeah. THC. It's like THC would, high. Yeah, I was like, no, I don't, I don't enjoy this anymore. And there yeah. is the ma- magic of cannabis, where there is something about cannab- cannabis terpenes and THC that definitely interacts differently than, yeah. like, botanical ones and THC, and that's probably a scientist at a molecular level like wouldn't agree. <laughs> but <laughs> I think it is that entourage effect and all the other minor cannabinoids that make its way in when you're looking at something that's um, full spectrum rather than just like THC and terpenes. Yeah, exactly. But I get it. But, the, you know, the distillate, it goes back to your point, right? That's almost the proof of what you were saying before about the entourage effect is I don't think there's anybody that smokes, you know, has smoked distillate, whether in a joint or in a vape, that wouldn't say, like, maybe it gives them a headache, maybe it doesn't. They know it's distillate. You know it's distillate. Well, that's yeah, just it gives me a headache. THC. That's the molecule right there. So if you yourself know that when you smoke distillate, it's different than when you smoke flour, then right there's your answer about the entourage effect. Right. Well, and further, like, it's CBD. It's, you know, when you have a little bit of CBD, it can go a really long way to cutting away some of those, like, you know, paranoia, anxiety, negative effects that can like cannabis can have. And that's really because we've bred it for THC for so long. And it balances I think, itself out. Let's like, I don't know if we want to just keep going on this cannabinoid, but the last thing I'll say <laughs> is it's crazy that with legalization, I think we all thought like, let's bring back the other cannabinoids, which we're seeing in, you know, their own kind of categories, but still breeding for THC. Crazy. Like, ho- <laughs> this is holistic perception of this miracle medicine. Um, it, I'm a conspiracy theorist, I guess. Uh, it, give me six months and I'll be a fact. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but it's like 
I think it's like kind of goes against the agenda to uncover all of the healing properties of the plant if you had the ability to perceive it holistically. Like if you were like, whoa, smoke this with this type of syrup for your body type, just like a dietitian can go like, your body type, you know, don't eat nuts like before seven or something. Like, I'll, you know what I'll I mean? take like, the conspiracy like even almost <laughs> further because I think this plant is so magical. Yeah. I think like sometimes I start to think, you know, it tastes so good. It makes you feel so good just to kind of get you into it so that we can start to understand everything else. Because I think we're about 5% of the way there, maybe way less than that. Yeah. It's like, you know, we are this, you know, when you it's look at hemp, when you look at what we can do, what it we can make out so of this. Many industries. Well, what it can we make out of this plant? Fuel. Everything. Yeah, Steel. but it's clear that the plant doesn't want to be mass produced. So, right? I, I mean, although, it listen, listen, I want to say positive vibes. Hold on. Got positive message to okay. send out. Are you ready, everybody? I'm ready. I really believe, as do a lot of the people that I trust and care about who only have bought legacy, like heavy users, that the Cannabis in the legal industry is getting way better. It is, it is getting yes. better. Right now. Absolutely. Oh, like you can, That's how with, we're able to do this. Yeah, like, you yeah. couldn't have done this a year ago. Yeah, you no, couldn't have done this. No way. Sorry. I'm I'm maybe I'm just jaded that I'm like, no, big no, news. But the, news no, that is big news and it should be celebrated. Yeah, and you've been waiting it out with the rest of us who knew what the weed was like on Legacy. It's been a lot easier for a new legal user that like, as soon as the law changed and their brainwash ego allowed them to be like, oh, I'm going to poke around this now because because the law says it's okay. I'm sorry, I'm being a dick, but I'm I don't know. I'm, That's I'm, the I'm thing that always amazes me. How many people, it is actually no, true they, what you're is. saying, Retail which is cool. Like, I think it's cool because I cannot follow a rule. Like, it's best no, not I'm, to tell me a rule. <laughs> I'm with you. Right? We're, we're the, right. We're so the, when yeah. I was like, who cares? Like, as if, okay, more people are going to come because they didn't buy it was legal. You could go any store. You could go anywhere. And then people are like, I tried it because it was legal. I was like, yeah, what? no, I know you forget about like, that's like a good share of the market, like 20% of people that just wow. like, oh, it's okay now. Cool. Well, I think but, a lot of uh, older generation, right? I've heard it from like, they, literally they just decide they get inspired. They see it on the news like every single day. They haven't smoked weed in 30, 40 years. They're like, yeah. oh, maybe that's I should it try. That's like, what yeah. it is. And they it doesn't just, have to be older. It's, everyone, It's like they're at a party again, but the party is the news yeah. so, in their bed and they're thinking like I should be on I, I should be, be on weed, weed. Right now. So, wait what did happen to weed after university idea. why did I give up on this thing so you guys have the right to be jaded because you uh, not jaded but like with as far no, as the weed quality you, goes because it's like you you've known the good legacy weed for all that time and had to watch this thing be publicized on like a commercial scale at like very poor renditions of it. oh no we were part of that well, no, but no, but we actually know. we were running but, you know, a hundred acre outdoor. What was one? We were have one of the first outdoor licenses. Well, yeah, I will not answer. I I will say, like, I smoked a lot of legacy into legalization, Shame and on you. It, it's hard to get more than thirty grams at a time from right. a legal True. store. So that's one roadblock if right. you're like traveling or going on, you know, going to your cottage or whatever. Or also, don't forget, it was first medical. Stores, first, it was medical right. when we first started but, Forty Eight North. We were medical, oh, and I, then wreck came. Go ahead. Like, yeah, what about the weed that? I yeah. sold back then yeah, exactly. and that we smoked. Like you can't really still find that it's yet bomb. in the legal market. And Super bomb. Yeah. Um, but now what we're seeing, um, like to that point, like it was companies that had the big funding, right? As you said, you guys were competing with like Canopy in the early days. And uh, and like the, these kind of giants, like the, it felt like when legalization started, it was like kind of came out like Walmarts, you know? And now I'm seeing like we just had the drip on. 
right? So it's like more indie cultivators. We had Primo on. Like we have, we have people who are kind of getting a shot now. And it's taken this long to, to unravel that coil uh, yeah. of that and strange been gatekeeping. Some, um, so that's why I think we're seeing casualties. better. Casualties. Oh, oh my God. So There's many so casualties. much to say about this. I, I, yeah. I think just to keep it somehow concise is to say like, so much sadness and all of that. It's like I'm so dramatic. <laughs> yeah. But because I, I think I about to it, today, it I was thinking about the amount of money lost. That money came from somewhere. It doesn't just appear out of thin air. It's somebody's life saving. It's somebody's this. It's somebody yeah. that. Nobody did this maliciously. I shouldn't say that. I didn't do this maliciously. <laughs> That's all I could say. Did I believe things that I now recognize to be naive, not just in my own business, but in the industry? Do we understand that the plant seems to have a life of its own in terms of all these things? Did, did I know? No. And that was the price of the industry. So, But the awareness and the fact that you're in it and you've become part of a space and an organization and a brand that is a platform for other brands to benefit and grow on. But 48 like North was always that. Like we, in it. We acquired, at, like you guys know Sackville. There was a point we were like these, like Lana and Haley from Sackville. If you don't, check cool. out Sackville on Instagram. They've got wicked accessories. You should have them on. You will love them. They're Sackville. in New York. Haley's here actually. So, so we were like, that's super cool. Why do we have to copy what they're doing? Cause it was like, I want that cool stuff. And so it was like, that's why we have a company that's public. So we can say, Hey, if you believe in me and you believe in the team and people like Amy, like, let's do this deal. And you can do that as a public company. You can acquire with the paper that is your company. It has some value, right? How do you know that stuff? How do you know how to start yeah, a company and stuff? Like, everyone's like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. So you have a business degree? Guys, should we do a different, should we well, do another, like, just, should we do a session live and people can come and we can just <gasps> talk about career stuff and teach people yeah. the language No, but of just, this? yes, yeah, we can. But I'm like also it. saying, like, why are you a bit of a business genius? I'm not. She was the CEO, the only female CEO of a public cannabis company. Let's go. She raised $70 million for 48 North. I'm giving you the Well, with right a like, team of people. She okay. got it. But the sad, you know, there's still the no, sad No, but part. as the leader, she you know, <laughs> got sad, it like, licensed, sales license, took it public. So you earned by battled, doing? Like, like how were a lot of that? difficulties. It was a very hard time. She took on a co-CEO, which is super humble. Like, Whoa. lots of, cr- like... You know, lots of experience and Don't lots of really deep experience. And right. I was like, triggering deeply. I said it just to say like, yeah, very, I did. It was a very I humble was, like, move. Yeah, and I was like, let's be co-CEOs because at Rethink Breast Cancer, I had partnered with MJ Dakota, who had lost her mother at a young age to breast cancer. And she wanted there to be something for breast cancer back in 2001 that wasn't like pink ribbons and teddy bears. And I met her right away and I was like, I believe in you. Let's do this. And we shared like that office power, everything from day one. So I was like, you can share power and leadership. No, but also in the for-profit world, can't you? Yeah. So before that, what did you do in order to get into that position? Like, how did you? Okay, so that's the answer. Is that I start like essentially co-founded Rethink Breast Cancer, but truly on MJ's like, I know I want to do something, and me being like, I'm in. Um, and so you're just a go-getter and then you learned along the way. Yeah, you, yeah. Well, Sick. okay. I could ask you the same question. No, like I, I, uh, I, what experience I'm, did you have doing a podcast before you did this no, podcast? No, that's I'm identifying. Well, I was a content creator for like a decade and like learned from a bunch of people who did it successfully. Oh my God. I'm about to blow your mind. This is going to blow your mind. Winnie. I'm ready. Are you ready for this? Yeah. And all of this that I'm talking about 
Did we have the internet, Rob? We might have had early phases of an internet, but there was no like, I'm going to watch a YouTube video on yeah, how to right. start a charity. Like right. that did, there was no YouTube. That's for sure. Yeah. In 2001. Am no. I right? Yeah, no. It was Sorry, we got Rob in the back. He should be like yeah. Gelman from YouTube, Regis and Kelly. YouTube started in 2006. Regis and Kathy Lee. Sorry. Oh, yeah, that's true. 2006, I think YouTube started. Shout out Rob. Meta Milky Way. Rob. Um, oh, so, to, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, yeah. No yeah. internet. <laughs> yes. So, so, how did I learn that? I don't know. Around. Listen, my father's a, a business person. That's what I wanted to know. Um, Does he like weed? No, he doesn't smoke weed. He probably never smoked weed. No. Maybe, yo, now, now, sorry, yes, my mom got into A legal weed. converter? No, 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 nope. before, but like for pain and these things, like, you know, See when me. I was already medical. Yeah, by the time it was medical. She started when it was medical. So pre-2018, post-2014. I love that. What's your um, guys' first experience with weed? Yeah. Um, my first, first experience, I was like 14. I was at <laughs> Trombla with my best friend and two <laughs> guys from my camp and we just smoked weed on a dock and were you like I didn't I actually get this. high no I didn't get high then the next oh. time was about like two weeks later I smoked with my best with the same friend with her brother who we smoked the joint in the backyard and he came out halfway through and was like rollers rights like what the fuck and gave <laughs> us a lesson like right away and then we sat there and I think she ate like mayonnaise and cookie dough and then we like lit some leaves on fire and mayonnaise and I remember <laughs> sitting on the bed That's kind of watching the TV I know she ate that I did not that is the most oh, but hey, like, we can't stoned. knock it it was a full that. on like we were stoned you, you know like for the first time and then totally. we sat on the bed and I was totally. like I'm I feel different and I thought it felt good and it took some time until I like I smoked so smoked weed every day, which happened eventually, probably before the end of high school. Oh, know? really? Yeah, yeah, me too. I was fourteen oh, as well. I think the first time we bought like oregano, so that's the classic story. <laughs> it for sure happened for sure, and like I will resend this to like my crew, and this is why you're gonna have to comment now and say. Remember those oregano? I just days? don't know that it was the very first. It might have been the second, but that's the memory we have. It happened, and then. Very quickly, this is going to, like, really disgust everybody, but I don't care. Um, we just moved to, like, bottle tokes, which was oh, basically yeah. breaking the bottle. We have, we posted <coughs> once a video and putting our cigarette and, like, dabbing, you know, the little piece of hash. And that's how we smoked every day for high school. Oh, it's definitely better than the water bottle, which you probably used and I used because we. Ugh, that's yeah, disgusting. Yeah, that oh, was plastic. how we, like, did. Um, or, or Coke cans. Yeah. Why wouldn't you guys just break a little hole in a glass bottle? You put we didn't in have glass yeah, bottles have because glass everything bottles. came in a plastic bottle. Yeah. Oh, because I'm older. Yeah. <laughs> My stepsister. Rob, once again, Gatorade. Rob. <laughs> guys, Gatorade you don't even best. know. Look what I brought. A real film camera. So I love go that meta. you have oh, this. Rob needs to take a photo of all of us. Oh, that'd so be we'll great. Do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just wanna... Sorry, Winnie. We can get back on track. Well, no, I want to just quickly. We I wanted to bring this up during the Terp Talk, Terp but talk. something that I was so interesting with your Miami spice is when I hear spice, I kind of think of the, um, like a pet, like a pepper, you know, like, I don't know. That's just Spicy. my first, Spicy. I guess what I think I speak. Th yeah. Or but do you this mean was, like, this like was chai, giving me like spice. a night nutmeg. Spicy. No, this, that the chai right. is like what this That's was giving what the me, spice is. which I've never uh, uh, yeah. tasted before. I, I know. I know. I Everybody's really loving this. I was waiting for the mercine. 
I agree with yeah. you. Right, guys? I know. I know. I think we've onto something. Totally. But That's don't talk about very it. Very cool. <laughs> Good yeah, call. Just, but it's more complicated than that, as I explained before. Well, you're diversifying the terp perceptions. Uh, yes. I, yeah, I think it's so interesting with the terps. Like I said, I think the one thing that nobody talks about, yeah, how each terpene just expresses itself so differently. Yeah. You could have 5% terps, and that could be like each terp. First of all, you could count a zillion terps. You know, yeah. there's a lot of terps and everything, so you could keep counting forever. But also, you know, each of those terpenes might not be one of those strong ones. You know, certain essential oils, you can put them right on your of skin. Course. Other ones, you have to dilute them. Yeah. Like, yeah. each one, like, the percentage, again, yeah. shouldn't matter. And that's what I'm trying to say. So The yeah. THC percentage. No, but the terpene percentage, too. Right. Like, but isn't it an overall percentage, each, though, of, like, the amount yeah, of terpenes per gram, it depends which gram, ones though? are in there. So, and right. How, yeah. So it could be a shitty, are, like, if it was, like... First of all, shout out to Bubble Man Marcus Richardson. I could only be here because of him and Amy, of course. Thank but, you, Bubble Man. So Thank you, Bubble Mark Man. always bubble, said, bubble, like, bubble. he would say, like, if you had 5% terps, like, you couldn't even open the bag. Like, it's insane. 3% or whatever. I'm sorry if I misquote you, uh, by the way. I, I'm forgetting numbers, but the numbers, I was like, well, what are you talking about? Everything's coming in 3%. He's like, it's bullshit. So yeah. I don't know what's what because... It is something. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, what the fuck is 3.5%? How are you going to, what does that mean? What does that mean to me? I'm just saying as a consumer. And like, that's what I'm saying is that they want you to think the higher the number, the better. But uh, I think there's a lot of, there's just a lot of nuance. I'm not saying that's not a good general rule of thumb. It's a good measurement but, tool for now. But it's like THC, you know, yes, the higher the THC, the higher you should get, but there are a lot of other elements there too. And I think yeah. it's the same with terpenes. Like there's a lot of nuances within that. Even written on our package here, you see farnesine, curiolophylline, limonene. I love and that. And farnesine I think is a really fragrant one, but I don't know that for sure. But I think because everybody <laughs> is so into it. Yeah. Because it's so popular. Because it has such a distinct smell. It gets mm -hmm. stronger as you go down. Like, <clears throat> okay, okay. I'm no scientist. Dude, this but. is the perfect bridge. You're totally right. I love what you're saying. I totally agree. Um, you're making these decisions based on some data. I'm sure that you go over you work your partner with Weed Me or you're yeah, you're, you're, you're yes. in that. We but are lots of data. No, but just to be clear, no, not just us. Anybody, you have zero point of sale data. No, I shouldn't say that. As a brand, you if you are paying data plans, you have access to particular stores like POS data, but that isn't giving you a full picture. Like in an industry, let's say electronics through AC Nielsen, it's like the big box stores and I guess X percentage of independents submit their POS data so we can know average basket sizes are this. People who buy a TV in this price range also tend to throw in a Game Boy. I don't know. Even I haven't things as simple as. This does not exist in any coherent way in the yeah. cannabis industry, oh my God. needless to say. So when you say <laughs> you're working you off the data, it's like, that's just one thing. Amy and I could talk about that point for three hours and, and give you examples. And it was a bridge. I, you guys are a couple of geniuses and you follow me into every rabbit hole. That was a segue <laughs> into, I appreciate that. No, because what you just said this is going to be Instagram clip for sure. So thank you. It was a gem. <laughs> but but where, where where I was leading to is you have a lot of, I mean, I've collected user data, uh, community data at your, your yeah. home landing. Uh, I would, I feel like we, I'd love to give a little bit of time to that other people's pop. It, uh, it, it's the first time I heard the name. Um, I, I, I got it. Cause it's like, we, it's like free food tastes better. And it's like other people's pot. <laughs> 
is what I want to smoke. Especially as a musician, I go to a house party or something. I'm like, fucking send the joints over. Like, I'll be freestyling. You send those joints over. Other people's pot. I love it. Plus the OPP, like which are our provincial at the song and. Obviously OPP. not to our They're you know, the ones who would bust you people. if you were high and shit. So it's kind of like taking it back. Um, and the community, man. Like, honestly, like, it, the platform has given such an opportunity to us as disciplined stoners to have moments of recognition and harmony and respect with the community, different members of them in different capacities. Uh, I feel like it's a fucking wild fluke. I don't know how much you want to talk about it, uh, what goes down there, whatever. I just... It's been really great to have that and Thank a you. necessary platform. And Thank every you. city should be so lucky. So can you tell us a little bit how that started? Because that's so cool. Well, I can start at the beginning, which was like I purchased that warehouse to build a house, like a warehouse house. So you own it. I did own it. And then it's like COVID hit and that was like the city. But in the end, I sold it to my brother and we were approved on everything to build. So that was a good news story if he so chooses to do such a thing. But in the meantime, I think maybe don't say he might have buyer's remorse, but that's cool. We're great tenants. (laughs) And, uh, And so... It was our office because we owned it. And it was like, while I was selling it, it, we were also just like, let's just work out of here. Like someone comes and looks at it once a week or whatever it was. And, and we never knew when we were going to have to get up and go because we were trying so we to sell it. So we didn't paint the walls. So we didn't do anything. We didn't do anything. Like, we'll show you pictures. It was just like rough. Like Colin, who worked with us, shout out to Colin. When he came in recently, he was like, what the like we were in a warehouse like I had been renting it to an Amazon reseller beforehand so it was just like nothing with the big table in the middle not painted white not painted roof no windows like it's still a bit dark yeah the no windows (laughs) you come out like to do the podcast for but it's kind of a vibe some people love no windows it'll be it's a it's a winter (laughs) evening place It is. And we've been there in the winter evenings. Exactly. And it's been spectacular. It. Yeah. Okay, so I um, have been sitting on this question since you've created your event space. Obviously, there's been um, like some there's been some work <laughs> that you yes. put in yes. to get it to where Not it is. Not much really. Yeah. It was just painting. It was so crazy. It was that's what's upsetting. It was literally just painting the brick white and painting the ceiling. So the what the few skylights there are reflecting and it's a white brick. Awesome. And then we collected a ton of furniture. Yeah. Sick. From like garage sale to that. Garage sale. I moved in the process. We've just collected. We brought our art that like wouldn't fit on our walls or that our people did. Everything came out of storage was, and yeah. there's so, our headquarters. And the more you bring in, the more it vibes up until a certain point we learned. They're like, okay, Allison, no <laughs> we more stuff. But we do like have to, you know, we're always on the hustle. So it's like we do rent the space. So yes, if you're do. out there. And it's not just like, you know, you can consume cannabis in there, which is awesome. But there's also a lot of other great things about it. The no windows is good for film. Like, you know, anyone in the entertainment we're, we're not specific. Yeah. yeah. Dollars are dollars. Yeah. If you need a space, think about these guys first. And also the community needs that support. So like, yeah. keep, keep and all community and events. Open. If you have any ideas, like even not renting the space, but just to do a fun community thing that we think is awesome, then like come because like, we can figure that out. We can work it out. So how many, put how many, a link in the description for yeah. where you can contact. You guys are good about that with your yeah. captions. Like, super profesh. I'm really <laughs> super impressed. I am. Like, it's everything I wish I was. Like, you know, because, like, how much do I love a microphone? It's like, rip it out of my hand. <laughs> it's 
good. Okay, You're so good if there was one thing that <laughs> either of you could have known or have, like a skill or something that you could have had before you uh, opened the space, the event space, what would it be and mm. why? Mm. Great question. Mm. Well, I mean, if we're talking just specifically about having like a community space where yeah. people can come and smoke, I guess like a variety of things like carpets burn. <laughs> um, yeah, they need, do. Here, here's one. You need an ashtray outside. Yeah. And you yes. have a stand-up ashtray like us. Now, now we do. It only took like. Yeah, we need a stand-up ashtray. It's like, but you're also launching a joint, working with clients, like amazing. Like a lot yeah. of times you've come, it's been because somebody else was having an event in our space, like whether it was Carmel or, yeah. That's one you know, thing so it's like, we love that. I mean, it's so awesome. We're like vibe out with us and we're not even really working. And it's, that's what we've learned. Yeah. It's better to, you know, open up our space, let others like do their thing in there. And that works really well for us yeah you're for you guys produce an event first that was like a nug swap yeah idea, that was great. right that was great. so that was cool because that reminded me of the legacy days what people would just do it that was so fun i remember 420 that. dundas square and shit or yeah. i grew up in vancouver so it was like a, the, the the gallery downtown and yeah like, people just bring their sacks together and be like yo try a nug of this and give me a nug of that and i was like you struck the culture so properly for me when you you like the what like I know that you guys probably produce more events, but I think that was the one that like got my attention. I was like, boom, like that's a good idea. Well, it and was like, like Matt Murna, who you mentioned yeah. earlier, that used to do it at Vapor Central. So that's yeah. how I got. I performed idea. on that show. Awesome. He's, like, that, he's fucking yeah. so but legendary. But forget the neg swap for one second, yeah. because my favorite event that I think you, I'm not sure if you guys participated in, but if you didn't, I think you did last year. Karma? No, obviously karma cap Puff like Mama? the best. Like that's OG. We'll go there. But this like talking like a nug swap type thing yeah. is our scavenger hunt. Do we do it? Did you not do it? Okay, so we this will be the third year. Idiots. We'll pick a well, date. We must have been doing something. Like we that. have like a major cash prize generally, so it's like Great. well worth your time. <laughs> okay, we're in. Yeah. And then sign us up. It's just basically it's running fun. around the city, like looking at the list, being strategic. You could go super hard and like find the super hard things. You have to photograph them, like get it, you know, all together. And then the person with the most points wins. But it's just like we I had a hundred people running around last year and seventy the first year. What's like the prize? it's gamers. Last year it was a thousand dollars first prize. Benjamins or whatever. Benjamins. We're, we're being pretty specific about like the language. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't know. It's a thousand it's a coupons. Thousand. A thousand. What? For a fun. A thousand. To have the best day of your life and come smoke free weed at four twenty midway through at OPP headquarters. <laughs> well, you know, like OPP got to be a stop every four twenty when we're in Toronto. Oh my god! You know what I mean? Like that's like I, we we landed there at four twenty. Remember? Did you? Four twenty. Yes. Yeah, I chose the song. Minute. Are you guys four twenty? You don't live here. Uh, no, I'm, I'm in this space. No, in Toronto. In, no, no, no. no. We, we, do. we do. We do. Just <laughs> I go between arrived. here and L.A. Okay. And oh, like I, I, okay. Could, I was like, I, where, I could where be go? <laughs> there any time. 
Like it's like right. I live my life like next month I may just you know what I mean? Depending off. I'm very um, Well but maybe I'll get Wendy to come with me But if regard I'm saying when we're in Toronto <laughs> Yes four twenty. I'm just saying it's I gotta You four twenty okay link with y'all yes. four twenty when I'm yes. in Toronto period. No, a hundred percent. It was such that. a good vibe. I loved your day party, your 420 yeah. day party. We like a day party. Me too. It's oh. like, why not fave. a day party? No fave. fave. Yeah. That's my yeah. dream. Like, career, like, just sell out mad stadiums, do all open air day shows. Fucking Why ba- don't like we do that? Day. It's the Easy. weirdest thing that we don't. Because we want an excuse to go up and go out at night. I think No, but you wouldn't need to if you just, like, took your drugs and had day. your party all day. And then rested at night? And then yeah. rested Whoa. at night. Went to sleep at Let's 9 start p.m. The after, movement. like, starting, you know, take some mushrooms at Acid night. At n- We're yeah. talking weekends, everybody. Like, obviously, we okay. get the work week. But also, the work week is, like, what does that mean? Do you not work nights anyway? So figure I work it out. all day, every day, usually. Exactly. That's just being in with your passion. So that's another thing you guys yes. have. You put Lots your neck on the line. You are like actively engaged with pushing the boundaries and making it better. Uh, trying. Yeah. And like making new statements and, and like a, as a culture, as an industry, trying new things, evolving it. Uh, I mean, I guess it's silly at this point to ask, why do you care so much? But have you always been so driven? Right. Or did this did this manifest as you got older, as you get more passionate about the plant? Or are you just a perpetual kind of like killer like that? Both of you guys. I don't know. I grew up like definitely in like a, you know, go- I, I was not seen as a go-getter, I would say, in high school or okay. anywhere. But definitely the culture I was in was. And I think looking back, I probably was more than I was given credit for in certain ways. I went to McGill. So that definitely gave me like a good work ethic, mostly watching the people around me. It was hard for me. You can be the dumbest person at McGill. You're still like well, 19 that was, times smarter than that. That's what my person. dad said. My dad also said, like, go where the people are smarter than you. It can't hurt. And that Soak was great. Soak up that vibration. But it wasn't until, yeah, I found cannabis that I, like, the cannabis industry that I ever would have thought I'd be, you know, a founder of a company. Allison obviously has taught me so much. And, has like believes in me, I think, in a lot of ways that so I So you like the know, compadre. You like the collaboration, the learning together. I need that. You got sparked and then you're like, let's figure this out. Yeah. That's similar they, to me when you build the plant. A the plant, like as soon as I started in the dispensary and seeing what was possible and even like the fake Joe Louis, whatever the brands were that we were selling, like it was really fun and you know, there was obviously a lot of work to be done in that industry. So I think it just sparked something in me to say like I always smoked weed and I always thought, you know, I was told that was going to be the thing that held me back and that was lazy or whatever, but it's actually the spark that got me where I need to be and Discipline pretty, pretty stoner. Funny. Discipline yeah. stoner. Exactly. I wouldn't it call is. myself disciplined yeah. like fully, I would, but yes. You're out here moving. Yeah. That's right. For me, I would say Oh my God, not dissimilar to Amy. Like, it's like I could always do it when I needed to do it. So when it was time to, like, I might be a C student all through high school, but then grade 12, I got when I needed to go to where I wanted to go to university. And then somehow I got into a master's and started a PhD and thought I was going to be an academic and then woke up one day and realized, like, the odds of you achieving this goal and then getting a job in a major city that you want to live in is like, you're pretty good at guitar, but you think you're going to be a rock star. (laughs) So, but that was young, luckily. And so that's when my journey took me into like advertising and then rethink breast cancer and cannabis. So I'd say, yeah, I guess I had it in me, but I never stopped to think about it. Like I'm not a planner. None of this has a plan. It's just kind of like, 
something, I think, Amy, you have this as well, and you two probably have this as well, and Rob, maybe you have this as well, which is something inside you does know that everything is going to be okay. Yeah. Why do you think that is? What is that? What is that inside of us? I think for each person it's different. Some may, like, have opportunity financially like I did growing up. So, yes, I, you know, could do those things academically when I wanted to, but I also had the opportunity with which to be able to afford to go to university. Yeah. I was going to say, pri- like, there is privilege, privilege that's privilege, involved in it, obviously. Like, and all you- sorts of privilege. Yeah. And so, it's, it's like, one thing, but there could be many It's very fucking other. cool that you acknowledge it's that. It's a good look to see that. I mean, it's Oh my God, I've always been grateful and known I was privileged. It's like, I'm so old. It's like, when other people were like, now hashtag, it's like, oh wait, didn't we all know how fuck, like, that's why when being, as Amy said, like, when you're something that they can designate you, like the, the world's first female woman CEO of a public cannabis company, then you, cool, you, the, you're in every single magazine article, like whatever, because they now if are trying If you have good PR people. If you have good PR people. <laughs> Did you? Yes, like nice. the marketing team was amazing. The PR people were amazing. Rocket, others, like there was amazing. Cool. So they you're doing all these things and they're always asking you like, what was your experience as a woman? How could you become a CEO? It's like, first of all, when I joined the cannabis industry in 2014 by being part of like WeedMD and waiting for the applicate, like putting in all that and doing all that. Can you explain real quick what WeedMD is for people that don't know? WeedMD is like color. Do you guys buy color cannabis? Color cannabis. Or like Pedro's Sweet Sativa. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's what a licensed producer. Yeah. It's yes. like one of the original licensed producers. Yeah. Who I don't know where they're at, what they're doing now. That was medical back then. Back then, it was they they didn't have their license yet. This was like like early 2014, late 2013, and then when the government was like, "Oh, we're not going to give out any licenses because the ACMPR growers had filed the injunction saying it's unconstitutional not to allow people to grow their own medicine." Health Canada went dark. And that's where Canopy became Canopy and Afria became Afria and mm. Tilray became Tilray because there was eight that were licensed and they quickly went public and raised money and we were waiting a year for the government to come back. And they did. And we were early and lucky and so many things. But this was next level lottery ticket shit. I have a question yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for sure. How long was it from like that time that WeedMD got licensed till legalization? Well, that was 2000. Well, when did they come back? To, so I like, start like with WeedMD, that would have been like actually come through? winter. To, so early 2014, they had an inspection date. It was like January 28th or something. And they like alerted Health Canada to say their QA's father had died. He had to go back to wherever he was from. But they had another qualified QA and Health Canada went, oh, oh OK, so we'll have to reschedule the meeting in like a month but they didn't come back for a year and a half so and to everybody like this is what was happening and you'd be at conferences like mj biz there was like 500 people there that's it the first year we were there most of them canadians right so you you know so you were like terry booth who started aurora like he wasn't one of those lottery ticket winners so with like we were all like, this isn't right. Like, they have to get back to us. But the yeah. Health Canada went dark. And that's why we started buying U.S. assets and getting licensed in Nevada and learning the U.S. market. Because it was like, we're not going to let these investors' money just get flushed away because so the government has gone dark. Money raised in wow. Canada helped 
in in flux uh, Las Vegas's legalization, essentially. For sure. No, I mean, yeah. like you guys that say, money, you God only knows where that well, money went. I don't know. Like, that's wild. Like if you think about it, it's like consciousness reorganized the matter or the money, so it, it could it, it could still. Uh, expand on like the, can- they the figured expansion out how to, of cannabis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Cannabis finds its that's way. Cool. It's yeah. finding its way. Yeah, that's, like, right. that's sick. Totally. But hold on, though. This is an important like, like edge to yeah, the lesson is like, you know, how everything's like, yes, and yes, and that this is how life goes. It's like at the end of all that is like, but you don't really own that asset and you right. have to no, be local. And so then the person blackmails you for a quarter of a million dollars when you're selling it to MedMen to sign over the license. You know, then that goes down because <laughs> you couldn't legally just own it like a normal business. Because even though were. that was pre-California going legal, they you couldn't even be a for-profit. Yeah. It's a long time ago. Holy. Things have gotten better. Better. Yeah, so ish. you're. this is like really good insight to like, I mean, we spent a, a portion of our time even being like, oh, the things we don't like about the industry, we wish this would change. But it's like, it's a really good perspective on like, we're making strides and like things are getting ironed out and kind of like you guys are on the job. So you, well, you, it, I'll it, tell it you the number one thing that so is like when people are shitting on the Canadian cannabis industry, um, if they're Amer- any other whatever, not Canadian. It's most like, here, of it's from Canada. Here's the thing, of, and the most of it's from here is like, here, let me tell you something about the people in Canada. If you are a licensed producer, you get paid 100% of the time because the government always pays your bill. Yeah. So you get paid to 30 to 60 days. We just had dinner with one of, I would say, the biggest brands in California. Like they, I was out in Northern California, had dinner with the CEO. They have 3 million in outstanding receivables. Like Ooh. Herbal just went out of business because nobody's paying. So you Ooh. hate the government. I get it. You think all these things, but like they pay. They're trying hard. Wow. And that's all paid. Paid. Yeah, really like, nice. Thank you for that. Thank huh. you. I think we need some water doused on that flame a little bit. It's Thank true. you. We're evolving. We're babies still. And like we're doing pretty good actually right now. Like shit's getting better in terms of quality and stuff. And that's like that that yeah. that needed that makes to it be, that needed to be first. Yeah. Right? Like you can't like ask for a bunch of like crazy uh, um like rules to be taken away when like the quality of the weed wasn't quite there yet. Like <laughs> cuz we were, you know, it was it had but no, but I will say, pushed, though, Winnie, right? I will say, and this is something I was lucky enough to sit on the Industry Association Board, and we got to meet with Health, Health Canada, like the head of each department, three times a year. This is the benefit of being the only woman Do they in the care room. when you meet them? When you meet <laughs> oh, them, fuck. do you feel like they care? Yes. I mean, yeah. like, it, yes and cool. no. Like, yes, of course, as individuals, but they're also helpless as individuals because mm. there's a system too. Like teachers have to follow the curriculum. They can't yeah, even cross Yeah, like this person lines. can't do that, but they can right. help you in certain ways. But I think the point is that it's, it's, we had presented at least way back in 2016 or 17, like alternate packaging that wasn't putting THC, that was safe and all these things that we felt wasn't putting THC percentages as front and center allowed for other things. But it's like, 
I don't know what's going to happen. Have they announced? Did I miss this? Have we not gotten? Weren't they? Weren't the regs changing? Shouldn't we be finding out about this? I think yeah, happened? there was <laughs> something has happened. I did think. it? Did anything or, change? I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. Then you get older and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I know. I sent an email, but I can't remember at this time. Really what I don't think anything came out. Did something? Came please tell me. Just nothing's happened yet. Like no, they're going to. We're talking about no, no, no. Yes, well, I'm like saying they the were reg- revisiting like they the regulations that why, would include why can't packaging. They, um, like, you know when you buy a bag of weed in L.A., like, and it's really nice art all over the bag? And then when you buy a bag of weed here, like, they can have their logo, like, a, but por- hold a, a on, portion hold of on. it. Like, Ro- why, Rob, why, do why me do a you? favor. Could you reach into my bag and grab a pack of cigarettes, please? And I'll answer oh, you why. Oh, it's the same. Yes, we live in Canada. But it's, no, but it's but not the, they're same. Not the this same. This is actually better. That's, so I think that's my point. Right? But tobacco started there. Is. Yeah, like maybe it's lie. like act natural. Yeah, act act natural. natural because this could be taken away. Like Thanks. we have a beautiful oh, logo sorry. here, which you'll notice like Belmont, which I think was probably was really cute I mean, I won't logo. Do, I won't do the brand because it doesn't really matter. No, I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't smoke. Oh, they, they forced like them terrible. to keep it generic. <laughs> Look, but this is, is that every, an alcoholic on the cover? Every brand looks That's like not even a good one. Let me find you a better picture. Yeah, that looks brutal. That, that picture is a bad one. Has the same That's not font. a bad one. That's There's the best no one. logos. Oh. It's the this same is the best font. one. The All right. All right. You're backing me up. I like that. Respect. It's just like we some of the things. We should just be fighting to keep this. I think we have to be realistic. Respect. A little more realistic. No, 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 no. I don't agree. Amy and I will agree to disagree on this one. I know one. they're going to take, like... They're, they're not taking not this away. It's it medicine. Away. You can't say it's medical. Health Canada classifies not, it's medical. I just mean And the, say it's the same as tobacco. The, the logo. I'm not talking... I mean the packaging. The logos? No, I'm saying they won't. No, they won't. No, they won't. No, so if we just so stop talking I, about I, it... I want to get... I want to get this yellow part off. Because I just don't believe some of these things. I totally like, understand. They're not accurate. What, like, okay, the that's not happening. Here's that's not happening. Okay, here's my, here's my balance halfway. Here's my deal. Yeah. Make the statements holistically true. That would be really mo- good. Like, I think that's something things- we could get done. Yeah. Like, that to me sounds like something that's way more doable. But it, yeah. it says cannabis doable. can. But again, cause. it, it also say it feels does. like, don't draw attention to the whole thing mm. because let's just keep, at least to be able to have our logos and like, it's things a good, like that, which thankful, some hey, cigarettes gratitude, don't even have that. Respect. I dig it. I, but I but no, also liquor, no, liquor, anger, but then the other side of it. Too. Why let's talk are we beer. You guys don't drink, I don't think. Yeah. There's no beer around here, but beer bottles like all of that looks beautiful right now so i don't oh my think God. i don't think and we should be comparing ourselves to cigarettes, to cigarettes. and yeah. if we more i'm just i'm just talking about other weed like other consumer experiences i've had with weed like it gives an opportunity to people who are really down to invest in art for their products similar to a music artist having cool album art that's engaging that's just where i'm coming from no like, 100% I, I obviously like States, needless like, to maybe say there's a little thc sign but it's like Oh, like Gary Payton is on the bag. So we live in a TV. visual culture. I yeah. totally agree. But what nearly pushed me over the edge, although I say that every day, <laughs> is going to a concert at the, no, is it still the Budweiser stage? I think it's still yeah, the Budweiser it is. stage. Yes. And I walked in and I've been there last year. I don't know. Maybe the alcohol regs must have changed and I'm not keeping track of them. And I was like, are you? freaking kidding me it's like can be the smirnoff blah 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 bar is allowed now yeah bar after bar like so each brand had a unique bar not even within a bar an experience and the almost. whole thing and like they're checking your bag for weed which oddly <laughs> enough at the dead show they did take away rob's weed out of his cigarette pack no. and it's like i can it's legal here i can buy Anyway, guys, I can't even get started. We have to take action. This is the thing. We're taking action. 
It'll be another episode because yeah, yeah, well, we got to get another. It's nobody's fault. It's no. nobody's it's fault. Nobody's but it's time fault. to take action. They're just following suit. We just need to like get yeah, like take the, action. I don't know if they're still taking away your weed at like the amphitheater. They didn't. Well, I went to. Uh, well, what are they the looking through? Yeah, I know that they don't actually like nobody say they do. I've obviously never had it happen to me. Don't manifest it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tuck yeah, it in, the, in the bra in, or in your wallet. Work. I don't or risk something. it. I don't yeah. risk it. I have a hard pivot. Okay, yes. go. Sounds good. If you had unlimited money, but you had to use this the OPB space headquarters that you have right now, um, and you could do like any theme, like anything you wanted inside the the space. Do you have like a, a dream? Do you have like a fucking holy grail? Oh yes. Maybe. I don't know, Abe. Like I'm just thinking like it's unlimited. Well, like it'd be great to make it like a cafe and like really like just have it be open all the time and mm -hmm. be something exactly. that the community can just like know is open from you know whatever mm -hmm. 11 to 6 so if it's like you have a meeting or you want to work somewhere or you're just feeling lonely like you could just come and say hi and if we're working we'll be like stop talking to us like we're working but you're welcome <laughs> to sit there more likely be like what a distraction oh my god or like i think it, we think it would be cool to have a store there or oh, like with a store or, or like a cafe store, you know yeah. some kind of like a you know a tasting tasting spot Ooh. but which it currently which it already is but i think yeah having a store and a workspace there would be really cool the first thing i thought was like cool psychedelic party but i think there's I know. other things too i would get i would get a pool in there Oh my god, that I would be awesome! Yeah, I get like a, a dark, like a, a beach. I get, I yeah. Oh no! If you I, saw I the drawings for the sand. space, it was like a whole other thing. But that's if you were like tearing it down and just like building on the space. She's yeah. saying like, what kind of party would you want to throw in well, that exact space? I mean, like, the I like, pool. Where? Yeah, where are you putting your pool? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's gonna be I a rectangular that. pool. But you have to like build in the basement. The sand. Yeah, the whole thing oh. is going to be sand. Oh, like We're a taking sand everything pool? out, and then the whole floor is sand. With a beach pool. Like yeah. Pool. Oh, my God. It's going to be like a beach night party. Like a Barbie. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like a beach night party. Beach playhouse. Yeah. Like How would you think it would cost to bring in like a, a big <laughs> dump truck of sand? Okay, so you said something okay. really beautiful and sweet because when she was thinking, you're talking about what you want to do with your space, basically, I'm like, it's like a church or a cafe, cafe church. And you said, if someone was lonely... Yeah. And that's so true. And that's like sometimes we oh just want to be around people. Even if you're not talking with them, just be around people. The saddest, mm -hmm. like that's... the thing that's sort of like, I'm a very like sensitive soul. So please know that like, We're I'm all just feeling here. that. Yeah. So when I, the Karma Cup, for example, why I've always loved it. I love Sarah. And even going, you know, from last year versus years earlier, I was sad because it was so awesome. And you might be like, that's crazy. It was so awesome. Why would you be sad? But the truth is, it's like seeing like their true patients and people who I know this is where they like have people that they see out yeah. in the world. I was just like, but it's all going, but it's all going. Like I can't. And so it almost at the same time felt like, and look, there's other spaces. We're not the only space in Toronto. And that's the thing. It's like, but, you know, how do you monetize everything you're doing is wh the way you've got to look at it as a brand and a business. In you got to keep the doors open, industry. the lights on somehow. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but no, that's that's a really beautiful way to think of it. I would love to see that dream scenario with the swimming pool manifest. <laughs> Me too. And like you guys, like, like it's right bring, now. It's bringing yeah. quality and like it's vibes. Like right now, like tomorrow. Let's get listen. Holler <laughs> at us. Um, do you, I wish do we you guys meditate show with you guys or like do yeah. any um, like uh, de stress practices? mindful sitting yes. still yes. visualizing yeah what do you do do you want to go first Dan? i mean i do yoga a lot of walking walking is dog. underrated dude walking is everything bro yeah um you know and yoga and i have a peloton that gets used sometimes but otherwise like you know i go in and out of certain practices i'd say meditation yeah. has served me very well but mm. i'd say not not right now. <laughs> Aside from my walking. Yeah. Which nice. does which does work for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's me like too. a flow state Fuck. practice. Yeah. You can like get into I used to hula. I'm a huge walker. <laughs> if you guys looked at my app, you would be shocked because you'll see like it'll say, I swear to God, we could pull it out seven kilometers. You'd be like, Where were you? And I'll be like, I never left my house so because I have so much energy it's on calls and I am like I will I will show you Amy will know I'm not exaggerating no, so I'm neurodiverse as well my friend I run around my condo that's like 700 square feet of, of, of a straight run but I'm aware play. enough to know that's not meditation that's yeah. just like you know a habitual way not, of like especially surviving when you're on the phone for like yeah, yeah things that are whatever so I do walk a lot outside which is great I listen to podcasts. I listen to. I try and do you meditate. Think you'll listen but it's to this on a walk. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Have a really nice walk. Hi. Are you I think for your both walk? of us, um, music is like a major form of meditation. Yeah. Music. It's, so it's flow. Yeah. So these are flow states. Yeah. yeah. When we refer to meditation, it's to still the central nervous system and to kind of get in touch with your breath and then get to a point where you remember that this is like a simulation. So it's like to remove yourself. It's out a of giant the zoom out. Totally. Yeah. It's the to matrix. remove yourself from the ego's perspective. Right. Because when we wake up and we submerse ourselves in the daily tasks, uh, something gets away from you and it feels like things can be out of your control. But when you sit and meditate in stillness, your, your physical nervous system settles. So totally. then your mental system also settles. And you, you know what the worst fresh. thing is I have to say about all of this is like when you are have known this for years, like gone it through. It sucks to build the and discipline. And when you don't have the discipline. It sucks it's, so hard. It took okay, me so, two years. So it's like, imagine years. you have self, like my, here, okay, you know, You're originally my own. autobiography <laughs> was going to be until this exact moment, I've procrastinated and now there's a problem, like a short autobiography by Alison Gordon. But now That's I the think. Title? Yeah, the, I thought that was the title until this moment okay. in which it could be. What did we just say? We said, we said, oh, like a jail cell of self-awareness with no discipline. You're trapped. Yeah. You're trapped. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I, yeah, so, I relate. That's funny. Yeah, He's like, that's you, funny. You are, you are a contained mess. Which is a beautiful thing. I think that as evolves an artist, slowly. Maybe it's just a slower I'm evolution. I'm a contained mess. Sometimes uncontained yes. mess. Like I self abuse even to hit myself in yeah. the face sometimes. Oh no, like no I'm, that's not too I'm, bad. No, I'm no, I'm very uh, diverse in many ways. Awesome. Uh, but I'm just saying, like the fact that you have um, it, like on motion, like it works. Like like the mess is beautiful. Like it's like you're you're dialed into allowing yourself to express enough, but like knowing where to focus it. 
So I think that's a really good balance if you had to choose. And like incremental growth, that's what you said. Oh, of and course. That, and that's what's healthy. That's the good way to grow, like a little bit at a time. You're not going to change yeah. who you are. And it's that's a balance. Like I key. always think, remind myself when I'm down on certain qualities that like I wouldn't have these other amazing qualities if there wasn't some balance there. And then, yeah, you can grow from that place. Like It's the best. Yeah. yeah. I don't mean, I if think, that sounded like an insult, that wasn't. I was no, like, this is a yeah. good but I character be thing really for me clear. the yeah. grid is boring. But if, but listen, if anybody's listening, and I love your positivity, your positivity. And in our world, we need people that are like, and why focus on the negative? But as a person that's inherently going to see, like, what could all the things be wrong for anybody? If anybody, I'm sure people will listen for you. Hopefully they'll listen for us. Yeah. Is listening. It's like, it's not all that to be a contained mess and be able to have the self-awareness if you can have the discipline. Mm. And that is something I dare say, maybe for another time we can discuss because I did take a break from smoking weed for two weeks and mm. there were interesting observations. So... Uh, it's a journey. I it's love. A journey. I love that. Stay I love tuned. that conversation. Yes, Fuck. we will definitely have to have that. I know we could just talk for we, on and on. Weed is such a forgiving friend. It allows you to go explore and oh, like yeah. bring your things with you, bring your perspectives back. And the people you meet. Oh my God, the people you yeah. meet in the old days when you couldn't go into a store really yeah. around the world. Yeah. When I, that's I just had that thought yesterday. It's like oh God, when there's legal stores around the world. All those people that I've known for all those years just because it was like, hey, I can see yourself your joint because you're in Spain or you're somewhere, yeah. you know, yeah, traveling. So yeah, it's I, the me, dream. I had that's the bud tender. That will be the bud tender you meet. Yeah, that's the The same people will ultimately, you'll get in, people are habitual. But like, the taboo thing, the I feel you on that. Like I was in Mexico and I gave this guy weed. We're still Facebook or uh, <laughs> Instagram friends to this day. Chino, he reposts my stuff all the time. <laughs> right. He's so sweet. <laughs> right. And it's like, gave him that joint and we connect you anywhere in the world and it feels so good. But yeah, no. Good news is you could still go to like Malaysia and Indonesia and try and find Oh yeah, Indonesia, don't people. fuck around. I no, I was like, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but the joke is like, it's not like everywhere there's going to be stores. There yeah. were, are lots of places that you're still going to have to find your weed community yeah. underground and figure and that out. Also, yeah. like the the legacy weed community, like I use weed as a medicine. I think there's a lot more of us like that I self-proclaimed, uh, you know, well, fucked up, <laughs> like in a cool way, my own mess, like I was saying. Right. And that attracted me. It was almost like the underground, like, you know what I mean? Like it was kind of edgy for me. It was cool because we were showing it for the planet because it was medicine and we connected on that. And like there had to be kind of a darker point to start from in order to heal. So it's very similar. I feel like the self-awareness that cannabis causes and the community that came from that sort of healing mentality, it almost rings akin to AA people. Like, because they gotta be very honest, like upfront. I feel like a lot of fluidity comes in communication and yeah, and it's nice as that expands, but that was that was a benefit of legacy weed community too. I don't disagree that, that weed has a certain high that seems to make it more accessible and Amy, I think, can speak a lot more to this, but like... That go ahead. That makes it more accessible to people to do, I guess, at, in their day to day lives than like you know psilocybin or LSD or like a million that we can all name, and a million to come. But I think it's also like dosage and what you do. I think we're totally. seeing a lot of like psilocybin is an interesting one because I'm seeing people that wouldn't ever touch cannabis now. Yes, microdosing at parties, like people who are athletes, people who have like you know right. different backgrounds. So yes. I find that one 
I, I'm really excited to see where that's going. And I think it's like almost, you know, cannabis at a party versus a little bit of psilocybin, like dosage is important. Oh my God, happy. it's happening Different. so fast. It's happening Rob, so fast. It is happening so fast. <laughs> it's like weed, it was like such a slow burn. My whole life it felt like even since I like made it a career in 2014, like it's, and we're not even there yet and it's like forever. And then these mushroom people are like, the store, the illegal stores are already open. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, like that, that's where we waited yeah. a long time for those stores. Okay, fine. No, I'm joking that's because I goes. love that's it. I want momentum. it. I want it. I yeah. want it. I'm yeah. joking. I love, I take and love all these things. So I'm totally joking. Yeah. But no, the fastness you. with which it's happening <laughs> is crazy. I don't know about, well, the decriminalization in certain jurisdictions like Colorado and BC, the BC or Vancouver. I, I mean, I can't even follow it. Really all this. But, it, but you know this is where I'm going to come back and say like let's not talk like do we need to talk about percentages when it comes to mushrooms like let's move away oh god let's take some of our learnings from cannabis oh god, mm. and also the corporatiz corporatization scares me like you know these are yeah. important tools for but like, healing but and, it's and already for being a little bit outside of society like other people's pot the other meaning is like the other ones like not exactly on the yeah. main course so I think like the other ones, we we're both big deadheads. Yeah, we love the dead. So we work today. I love fish, too. I was just I know. Fish tour, which you guys are laughing about. Oh, my God. Do you guys want to talk about else. fish tour while I go outside to just, like, touch up my yes. makeup? <laughs> we're, 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 we can wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, my God. Yeah, it okay. has been a like, minute. This has been really okay. hot. <laughs> okay. We'll come back for Seriously, part two. Seriously, we, we could obviously talk for We've so long. We've got to have a but, part two. Yeah. So fun. Thank you so much for Thank joining you. us. Yeah. Like, we went you. so many places. Oh, my God. I don't even know <laughs> where we so ended. I've talked about it before how, like, yeah. We yeah, would all end up going in you, a lot of different directions. You guys yeah. dove in. Listen, we're disciplined stoners. Because as disciplined stoners, we bring it back first as ours, discipline, which is yeah. Other so tell us, tell us, tender's choice. Where can we Just get it? Just check it on the OCS buy sheet if you're in retail or a bun tender in Ontario, or you can buy it at your local retailer. Can they get it in other state, other provinces? Not, Not yet. yet. This Not was yet. our first drop. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Keep your oh eyes my god. Peeled. And there'll be more. We've got an indica coming. There'll be variety packs. Let like, us know if it you want time. it in your province. Like, yeah, if you want it, us. ask for it. Ask for it. And your events. Where can people follow up about that and these cool experiences? I mean, we're going to have it well, in the description, but yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Say it out loud. I'd say sign up like first and foremost, because we know Instagram's awesome, but it's like fickle in this industry. Yeah. So sign make sure up. you go to otherpeoplespot.com and give us your email address. And yes, we're going to like send you things and just deal with it. It won't be a lot. Yeah, and that, but it won't be a lot. You'll like what you get. And because otherwise, it's like you're at Instagram's mercy. But still follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Which is... Yeah, guys. love the community. Because you got your account back, though. Twice. We did. Twice. Twice. So Twice. What, is, what is that one? At other people's pot. Okay. Or at other people's pot dot OPP is the backup. Yeah. And so it's backup. follow both of us. You could find us on there. And we do lots of fun and stuff. And you guys, obviously, you're following. But we're going to be sharing this with our community. So if you don't follow these guys, follow these guys. Because they're awesome and they're working hard building content doing it week after week <laughs> going through it and it's like 
What ebbs? That's how it starts, people. That's how it starts. All of our links are going to be in the description below. Remember to smash that subscribe button, please. If you like this episode, share it with a friend. And uh, thank you so much. You're, thank that you was guys. like this is a huge. This is crazy big deal for us. Like yeah, you, you guys so are not really fun. So. Yeah. No, you, you guys. We go so back we stoners. Yeah, we do. What's your discipline? We Welcome in. back. You're a stoner. That's cool. Peace. Bye. So are we. Holy. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. I'm high a lot. Being high has helped me with my anxiety. It's helped my social skills. Well, it's helped me feel okay about my shitty social skills. It doesn't make my social skills better, but it sure does make sitting in that awkward moment in a social interaction a lot more bearable. You know, that moment where no one in the group has anything left to say and you desperately want to yell at all of them just just say something. Being high makes that hilarious and not torture. Yo, it's 11 from Anger Town. These plants just help me chill out. Found focus, found confidence. All of a sudden I was productive. Less protective, more progressive. Yeah, we talk about stuff like I'm a next sommelier. But this is about a medicine, baby. We wish everyone a mindful life. It's been a helpful tool for us. Whatever the route to peace, it's each individual's journey. And the more we communicate, maybe we can all help each other out. Love and light. Welcome to Discipline Stoners Podcast with your host Eleven. And my name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. collage of all the times like a brilliant person has said like it's medicine cannabis is a gift from mother earth cannabis helped to heal me those natural medicines that we use to help to heal us and of course they have this euphoric effect or can it's an alternate natural way <laughs> of healing and I just think it's so beneficial and there's so many good properties to be. That's the only difference in my life is I've added cannabis. The amount I've changed and the way our family has evolved and our relationships with my adult sons and everything, mm. like just all through cannabis has been, it's been amazing. It's part of my life, like you said, you really can't separate me and uh, the cannabis plant. I use it medically. Yes. I have fibromyalgia, diagnosed with fibro very, very young, and I use, um, cannabis to treat my fibro very effect effectively. It was through um, an event that caused her major anxiety that I got her to take a few puffs. Yeah. And it, it helped. Yeah. Right? So, so you know, from being up here to being able to cope. You know, we've got naturopathic medicine and natural health products that rely on hundreds of years of traditional use. Yes. You know, both cannabis and mushrooms technically fall under.
Yes. If you can keep it at that sweet spot and it's in a healthy way, I yeah. feel like that's... Yeah. that's <clears throat> It's it's medicine. Yeah, I think it's, it's you, you have to like yeah. check in with your life That's and be like. It felt like it complemented my personality. Yeah, almost. Good answer. It's okay to use cannabis as their medicine. Mm -hmm. They no longer deserve to be in classrooms and hear that they're using drugs mm. and they're bad. When this is medicine that is saving their lives. Yes. I mean, I would never put anything on the market that I wouldn't give to my mom or my grandfather. Those strains are fantastic for pain management, nausea. This helps like oh. with pain management. And I feel fantastic. Like, like I feel great. Um, do <laughs> so I attribute good. it to cannabis and cannabis oil? Absolutely I do. Relationship to cannabis right now is um, beautiful, growing, uh, most probably everlasting. I think this is medicine. Dude. 120 percent i've got add and i i do cannabis to help kind of focus me in and kind of turn things off like it very much is medicine it was medicinal for me it was it was like taking a medicine because it, that's how it worked and that song good night <laughs>